Praise God. Why don't you stand just for a moment in honor of the Word of God. We have service this evening. Look forward to seeing you again tonight and this coming week. God being their helper, we're going to get pews in. So that's that's if we hold our breath and we cross our fingers and honestly I don't know but that's what they're telling me so there's a very good possibility I'm not going to do it until I know but there's a great possibility we may have to cancel service Wednesday night because they will be installing pews if that's the case we'll let you know as quickly as possible and we'll be thankful for that job being done one more notch that we can put on the handle getting closer to finish. Amen. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your kindness and love. I'm not going to be lengthy today, but I do want to share with you something that the Lord has been uh, talking to me about, and perhaps he he could speak to you as well. Mark chapter 8. I'd like to begin reading with verse number 14. Now the disciples had forgotten to take bread, neither had they in the ship with them more than one loaf. And he charged them, saying, Take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the leaven of Herod. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have no bread that he has said this. And when Jesus knew it, he said unto them, Why reason ye? Because you have no bread. Why reason ye? Because you have no bread. Perceive you not, neither understand. Have you your heart yet hardened? Having eyes See not, and having ears, hear not. And do you not remember when I break the five loaves among five thousand? How many baskets full of fragments took you up? They say unto him, Twelve. And when the seven, speaking of loaves, Among 4,000, how many baskets full of fragments took you up? And they said, Seven. Verse 21, And he said unto them, How is it that you do not understand? Amen. Amen. I don't even know if you can put a better title to my subject this morning than that one verse. How is it that you do not understand? Everybody said amen. God bless you. You may be seated. The statement of our text does not fully bear the emphasis that Jesus actually made in his statement. I had to go down through several translations before I finally got to the real root of what he was trying to get through to them. 
the Amplified Bible, it says this, and he kept repeating, and he kept repeating, how is it that you do not understand? He kept on repeating himself, the Bible said. How is it that you do not understand? What was it that was of such importance to him and such concern that he would repeat himself over and over and over and over again, trying to get through to them a message? You know, typically when somebody repeats something, it's because they're trying to get the message clearly through to you. If you're a parent, how many times have you repeated yourself? Why? So you can hear yourself speak? So you can show that you are losing your mind? No. A parent repeats what they are trying to get through to that child so that they get what they're saying. And so it was with his disciples. There was something that was so important, that was so vital to them, that he was trying to get through to them, that he just kept repeating, how is it that you don't understand? 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 Now, perhaps that would get on your nerves, but the fact is he was not saying it to get on their nerves. He was saying that to get a message clearly through to them. And what was that message that he was trying to get to them? Well, you got to go back. You have to backtrack in the chapter a little ways and find yourself with a multitude on the hillside after a lengthy day of ministry and, and perhaps even more than one day. Some passages indicate that they had possibly been there for three days listening to him teach without food. And finally, it was time to send them away. And so he turns to his disciples and he said, give them something to eat. And they were startled because they didn't know that was part of their job description to bring food along for this amount of people. And so he asked them, what do you have? And They finally came up with a few loaves and they brought them to him. And in that miraculous moment, he provided for every person there. Every need was met. Every stomach was filled. Not only were they filled, but there was plenty left over. So that when they got through, they gathered up fragments in baskets. And they gathered up quite a number. They had seven loaves to begin with. They had uh, 12 baskets or seven baskets left over at this particular occasion. And they were not normal baskets, but these were very large baskets. One historian said, if I remember correctly, that it was a basket large enough for a human to be carried in. 
And they had taken up from the multitude of 4,000 seven baskets full of fragments. Now that's where they had been. There were a few other things that happened and then he said, let's go to the other side. And in all of the busyness and the transaction that was going on, they forgot to bring a meal with them. They, they forgot to bring lunch. And so here they are in the boat. They're arguing between one another about whose fault it was that they didn't bring something for them to eat. And Jesus is trying to talk to them about some more serious matters about the Pharisees and the leaven or the influence. And you've got to be careful that you don't let their influence invade your life. And they think he's talking about the fact that they were just uh, not wise in planning their day and they had not gotten food or they had not brought proper nourishment along. And so he finally stops them. And, and, and it's almost like I'm trying to envision what it must have been like. A, a parent looking at a child saying, how many times have I told you this? What have I not done to get this message through to you? And so here they were, the purpose of the miracles, the purpose of all that he had done was not to wow them. It was not to influence them into uh, talking about how great he was in that capacity. But every miracle that Jesus performed was done for the purpose of showing them what he was capable of doing. What he had the ability to do. Whether it was blind eyes needing open, or deaf ears that needed to be unstopped, or people that needed to be fed. It didn't matter what the need was. The miracle was God showing them that I am sufficient for whatever need you might have. And so everything that had happened to them up to this point had been for the purpose, the goal of Jesus was to get them to understand. Understand what? Understand that I know what your need is. Not only do I know what your need is, I know how to meet your need, whatever that need might be, whatever the problem might be, whether it's a lunch that you forgot or whether it's something larger than a lunch. Perhaps it's a physical need or perhaps a financial crisis that you're facing. The message is clear that he's trying to get through to them is that your needs concern Him. Your needs concern Him. Whatever it is that is lacking in your life, that there is someone who is concerned, but more than concerned, He knows how to meet that need. No matter the impossibility, 
no matter the improbability, no matter what the problem is, the message is clear. Whether it was the loaves meeting the need of the multitude or whether it was the spit in the mud that was placed on the eyes and then go tell to wash in the pool and go home seeing whatever the need was. He said, my power is greater than your problem. How long is it going to take for me to get that message through to you that my power is greater than your problems? And I believe that no different then is it today. The Lord is still trying to do to humanity what he did then. And that is get the message through to us that whatever your need is, my power is greater than your need. Whatever your problems are, my power is greater than your problems. Whatever you're going through, I already have a solution for it. The message that he was trying to get through was very clear. That he can take what you have and make what you need out of it. Whatever it is. And I don't know why God would send me this Sunday morning on this mission other than the simple fact that there are people sitting in this auditorium this morning that though they have seen enough bread miracles in their life and they know the power of God and they have seen it demonstrated in their lives in the past, they still sometimes have a tendency to forget. And when they get wrapped up in a present problem, they forget what God has already done. And so God comes with his message and he repeats it over and over and over and over and over and over. How long is it going to be before you get it? How long is it going to take until you get it that I am able, that I can do anything, that I am your defense, that I am your reward, that I am the shadow that you need in a dry and weary land, that I am the rock that you can run to? How long will it take before you get it that I have everything you need, that I can supply every need, and that I am concerned about where you are and what you're going through? How long will it take before you get it that he cares? No one ever cared for me like Jesus. You know, there's a, there's a lot of good people in this building, and and they might listen to your problems for a little while, but after a while they get tired of hearing your problems. But you know what? He never gets tired of hearing my problems. He never gets weary with me bringing my needs to him because that's what he specializes in. That's what he comes for, to let you know that no matter how small it may seem, if you can put it in my hands, I can do things with it that you can't do. Amen. I can make it work. I can make it work out. 
you say, well, I don't know how. You don't have to know how. He knows how. And that's all you need to worry about is that he knows how. He knows how to take the little and make it much. He can take the little and make it enough and more than enough. Amen. They should have seen enough bread miracles themselves to not worry about a lunch issue. But they were worried about a lunch issue. I'm wondering this morning what lunch issue some of you are worried about. And God sent a simple preacher to tell you what he told them. How long is it going to be before you get this? That I can. That I am able. That he can work it out. That he can make a way. We should have known by now what we've already seen is proof enough of what he can still do. And yet, in spite of that, there are people sitting on these pews this morning that are worried over things today. You're worried about situations in your family and in your home. And and you're stressed out about issues on your job or in in your personal life. And you're wondering, how in the world am I going to get through? I'm going to tell you how you're going to get through. God's going to help you get through because that's what he's here for. That's what he came for. Somehow we've got to learn enough about faith to believe that he can. He can do it for me. Somehow we never get that. Despite all that God has done, we never learn faith. Amen. Let me remind you of how detailed God is. I read the story to you about him recounting to them the miracles. And I have not noticed it until recently. But in a recent study, I noticed that in the original text, the word for basket was different in the, the, the two miracles. In the one when he fed the 5,000, or he had the five loaves and the 5,000 The Bible refers to it as a small basket. It was just a normal carrying basket that a woman would carry to market to gather the goods for the day. But the miracle of the 4,000, the word for basket is not a market basket, but more like a laundry basket. One that was large enough, similar to what they took to let Paul down over the wall in, in, in his flight out of the city when they were trying to kill him. It was that size basket. So the Lord said, I am so detailed about your life. I know so much about your need that I can provide enough for a small basket left over or I can provide for a huge basket left over. That's not a problem with me. The problem is you don't get it. You don't get the fact that it doesn't matter how complicated your problem is. It doesn't matter how stressed out you are. If you can somehow lay your problem in my hand, God said, I know how to work it out. I know how to make it come to pass. I know how to fix it. Amen. You see, his power to supply exceeds your need. Your Your need is nothing compared to His ability. Do you understand me this morning that one man with God is a majority no matter what is against Him? 
that one person linked up with him can face any situation and overcome the greatest odds. No matter what is against you, when you get linked up with him, anything can happen. You see, faith discounts the odds. Faith is not worried about what is against you because faith is consumed with what is for you. And if God be for you, who can be against you? Even the facts are not enough to destroy the work of faith. The facts may say that five loaves and 5,000 do not compute But that's where you get things messed up because you're looking at human mathematics and not heavenly mathematics. God can take nothing and make something. He did it to start this thing. He started with nothing. Out of nothing, he said, let there be light. And there was light. Out of nothing, he said, let there be a world. And there was a world. He said, out of nothing, there were stars and, 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 and moons and all the planets of the solar system. He did that out of nothing. So the hardest things that could have ever been done have already been done. So when you and I bring our problems to him, and we're thinking, well, you know what? I don't know, God. I, I, I don't know if you can handle this. That's why I'm worrying about it. God's saying, how long is it going to take until you get it? Open your eyes. Look around you. Look at the trees. Look at the sky. Look at, look at the earth that you live in. That's what I did. And if I could do that, don't you think I'm sufficient enough to do this? If I could make the world and I could fill the streams with all the variety of fish that there are and fill the fields with all the animals and the variety and every insect and every creeping thing of the earth. God said, if I could do that, how long is it going to take until you get it that I can do whatever you need? And it was a simple message. And yet it was one that his own disciples struggled to get. And so he had to repeat, how long is it going to take before you get it? How long is it going to take before you get it? I mean, how long, how long am I going to have to be with you until you... How many more of these am I going to have to do until it dawns on you? He can do anything. He, he can fix anything. He, he can help me. How long will it be before you can put your trust in me and you can let me be what I desire to be, that is the God of your life? The most was done when there was the least to do it with. Amen. Amen. The most was done. There were only five loaves and 5,000. Seven loaves, 4,000. I mean, that, that sounds a little more reasonable. Not really, but he took five loaves and fed 5,000. And many historians say that was just the men, that in those days they only counted the men. They didn't count women and children. So it could have been as many as twelve to 15,000 with five loaves. You say that's, not, that's just impossible. Well, that's what a lot of people have been saying a long time, and yet God keeps doing the impossible. Somebody says, well, there's just, there's just no way. 
And yet God has been making a way over and over and over and over and over and over. And he's just wondering this morning, why are you so worried? Why are you so stressed out when all you've got to do is bring it and put it in my hands and let me work with you and partner with you and anything can happen. What is God repeatedly trying to get through to you? He can, He will, He is, He does. What is it that He's trying to get through to you? What is it that He's trying to say to you and I this morning that He has repeatedly said to us in the past and yet we're still sitting here today wondering how it's all going to work out? God said, oh, hear me. (laughs) Hear this preacher and Understand that what I've done is just a token of what I can do. And if I could feed 5,000, surely I can take care of your lunch issue. And if I could take care of all the stars in the planet and not one of them have moved out of the orbit that I put them in to begin with, not one of them has failed to do what I put them in the sky to do, not one time has the sun failed to come up in the right place and at the right time and go down at the right time and in the right place, not one time has the moon decided that I'm not showing up this month. I'm not going to be on duty this month. Not one time, not one time has anything that God created from the beginning, has it stopped doing what God created it to do from the beginning. And if God could put something like that in motion, then God knows how to fix my heart issue. God knows how to fix my head issue. God knows how to fix my faith issue. God God knows how to fix my hurt issues. How long will it be before I get it that he can? He can move mountains. He can work impossibilities. He can make a way where there is no way. He can provide. He can protect. He can protect. He can keep. He can heal. He can deliver. He can break the yoke of bondage. The miracles were nothing but signs of what he could do in any life at any time if they would only let him. Amen. So what are you worried about today? What are you stressed out over? Well, Brother Hughes, you're making me nervous. Well, I want to make you nervous because I feel like the Holy Ghost is trying to speak in this place today, and I hear him repeating that sound. How long is it going to take before you get it? I can and do anything. I will. That's the wonderful thing about God. It's not that he, he just that he can, but he will. Amen. If God could and he didn't, how frustrated would we be? There's a lot of folks that could help other people, but they don't. But he not only can, he will. Amen. The man who came to him said, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me whole. And Jesus said, I will make thee whole. 
the willingness of him this morning to touch us and help us is beyond even our imagination. And all God's wanting to know is how long is it going to take before you get it? Amen. Quit living in fear. Quit worrying about it. Quit being stressed out day and night over it. Put it in my hands and let me work it out. Amen. Let's stand together.